you know who it is and you know what we're doing this is 12 kyle in the building got my man eclectic from the eclectic discussion podcast from back at it back again encyclopedia hip-hop he's everywhere and we're talking about the greatest hip-hop tours um all right e, i gotta pick your brain on this one man mm-hmm. you might need to write this this one down what year is it 1991 and 1992 through 1992 excuse me which probably sucked go ahead no 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 check this out peep game this one was called the world's greatest rap show ever tour on the tour had to be sir makes a lot go ahead (laughs) makes a lot didn't make the cut public enemy dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince the Queen, Queen Latifah, MC Light, Ghetto Boys, Kid and Play, Naughty by Nature, A Tribe Called Quest, Leaders of the New School, and Oak Towns 357. Come on, man. That's a crazy lineup. Uh, yeah, for, for, for the time, I guess. Yeah, 91, um, 92. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. Okay. You're giving me light. You're giving me light, kid and play, naughty by nature. You're like, oh, it's actually all like, man. Illmatic is a right about to come out. Like, none of these stuff. But anyway, anyway. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we know for a fact that Oak Town's 357 <laughs> open. open. Come on, man. Juicy got you going crazy. It got me going crazy as the first song. <laughs> Um, and 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 right after that, mm. we got we got the Ghetto Boys, ah, Willie D, Scarface, and Bushwick motherfucking Bill, the um slightly original cast, almost original cast. Yeah, mm. yeah, but um, so <clears throat> now we don't have any. Salt nor pepper, so kid no. play has to go after that. Okay. They and they they only get no one or one one or two. Your main event, you would think would be PE. I would think so. I think they'd be the headliner. I would guess. You would think that, but what 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 year is this? Ninety one, ninety two. 9192 I think as much as you would think PE would be the headliner I think that Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince has them and a co-headliner with Naughty by Nature hmm. I think Public Enemy goes on before those two real uh, before naughty yep cool. okay so at the time 1994 1994 is not out but opp is out right exactly hmm, hmm. okay i'm and, digging it i'm digging it i'm digging and it. i think i think latifah is only there to rock with naughty by nature so she gonna get a couple of joints off and she out <laughs> she said it up to here. Yeah. They gave it to a quick. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I am 100% bugging. This is this is what happens. Boom. Old Towns, yeah, 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 and it up. Mm-hmm. They leave. Can and play. Can and play come out. They some dancing happy people too. Boom. They out. Ghetto Boys come out, laying a nice foundation for, for themselves. Mm-hmm. Ghetto Boys do that. Then here comes MC Light, cause she she got she got a got a who got to get a what? Yeah, she got roughnecks. Right, which is totally another conversation. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> we got all of them out the way. Your headliners, everyone, is a tribe called Quest. Okay, so your headliners is a tribe called Quest, hands down, one hundred percent. Okay, so ninety one, ninety two is okay. Low end is out, or at least about to come out. Low end, 
Okay. Okay. I got. You see what I'm saying? You're right. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. That is your headliner. And the other reason why that's your headliner is because then they're going to bring in LONS for the scenario. And that's the last song they playing. Mm hmm. So so that is your headliner. Now, you think you think Public Enemy goes before Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. I think I think they go before because. Even though, uh, yeah, because they still got, they still got the the he's the DJ shit. The summertime it just came out, mm -hmm. like a year before. Yeah, because what what is what is Public Enemy doing? Uh, at that point, they are what three albums in? Because I think the. No. Fear of a Black Planet was Fear of a Black Planet was ninety. Ninety. Apocalypse yeah. ninety one Not, is yeah. what they what they're doing and and that's when it started falling off. You see what I'm saying? They're not they're not they're not gonna um they're not gonna headline with I mean I love Shut Em Down. Right. But that's it. I mean I love by the time I get to Arizona. Oh, I do too. But that's not no, yeah, not yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you're not headlining <laughs> with that. No, you see what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like they gonna get they gonna get a couple of shits off, and then they out. It, it doesn't seem like it, it should be that. Mm -hmm. But but they gonna get some Fear the Black Planet joints off. They gonna get um, nine one one is a joke. Mm -hmm. Probably fight the power. Oh no question. You know probably fight the power, but you know you got to think about it at this at this point. Those songs is like two years old, mm -hmm. so they're giving you some shut them shut them down, and then and then they're gonna shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you you bring up uh, you bring up a good point that I had not really thought about until and we as we break we as we're breaking down it and feel free anybody who's listening to you know hit us up on social media if you think that we're well we, I don't think there's no right or wrong because again we weren't we didn't go to any of these concerts so we don't know. Who opened up? We're just oh, yeah, guessing we're just, based on yeah, yeah we're, we're freestyling based on who who we think would open up. If you think something different, let us know. Um, but you make a good point about Public Enemy because, and I wonder how much this came into play, or if you, even if it came into play at all. If you have a rap act in particular that was hot or hotter in previous years, and then you know because they've been touring for a while, and now it's three four years later their music isn't as hot as it once was so wherein maybe a group like public enemy headlined in 88 89 now in 91 92 no nah. no longer well, headlining i wonder if ego and and you know any of that stuff came into play i'm i'm gonna say no and only for this reason mm -hmm. i think around this time like the acts like public enemy and um Shit, really? I might even move the uh, Ghetto Boys up, but like Public Enemy and Lightning, mm -hmm. they know what it is, and they're probably, like I said earlier, on the other joint, not always on the tour. They're special guests on the tour. If they can make that city, they was like they're gonna come in and do their shit and bounce. They're not on every city, mm -hmm. but like this tour, um, this is like you said, ninety one, ninety two. Mm-hmm. 9192, yeah. OPP, everything's gonna be all right. Uptown anthem, naughty mm, by nature. Is <laughs> they the co they the co they the okay. co headliners? That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, you have to. That's the thing that you have to kind of put into context uh, as you're thinking about this. As far as the time frame, um, I do. I, I did write down a note here. It says that the. Uh, Again, name of this tour was the world's greatest rap show ever. Uh, they made their uh, 1992 stop is was uh, January 3rd, 1992 at Madison Square Garden. And that came less than a week after nine people were fatally crushed at a hip hop charity basketball game at City College of New York. Oh, that so was... Way to bring down the room, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, well, you know who sponsored that, Puff. Um, <laughs> oh. But this it, it talked about the fact that, you know, this particular show 
actually brought you know a lot of hip-hop fans together it was peaceful and they you know it was a lot a lot of unity and, and pe called for unity and so that was a positive so they like from when she came out <laughs> well played she asked for unity um all right so another tour we're still counting them down um and i t- I, I think i initially said i had 10 but i looking back on i got 12 so are these in order no, they're no order. They're oh, no order, but I'm just I'm just going with what I have. All right. Because you ain't even hit the, the greatest thing ever. Yet. We we coming. We're coming. Yeah. Um, this next tour, I know for a fact. Uh you were probably about four when this tour happened, so I know you weren't going, but I damn sure would have gone if I had gotten the opportunity. And you know, keep in mind for those of you listening, I grew up in South Carolina, so and I grew up in Florence, South Carolina. And the closest place that we had a tour was, I think there were a couple of tours that came through Columbia. And Columbia was another hour from Florence. So not only was my mama not taking me to some rap concert, she damn sure wasn't driving an hour to go take me. So um, this next tour, 1987, the Def Jam Tour. This is number two. Okay, is okay. Two. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, LL Cool J. Houdini, Eric B. and Rakim, Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew, and Public Enemy. Bruh, there's no way I would have missed this tour. Man. And I'm looking at a flyer, E, and it says, all of this print is real small. Tickets, $7 in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, that's that's the thing that always bug you out when you look at the old flyers. It'd be yeah, like, man. It'd be the equivalent of like right now. It'd be the equivalent of, um, yo, down at the um, down at the fucking Palladium, it's uh Beyonce, uh Drake, <laughs> Beyonce, Drake, Lil Wayne, uh, uh Nicki Minaj, uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, now listen, if you get the pre the pre-sale, the pre-order is <laughs> <it's>, uh four dollars. <laughs> now, now listen, that's just the pre-order for the regular sale. Now, if you if you want floor seats though with backstage passes, it's ten. It's ten dollars. Right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, what? <laughs> Facts. That's exactly but, what I was. But but then but the but the problem is, the problem is you don't have no money, and you go to your your, your parents. Hey, like, Ten dollars? You crazy? Right. Like, but 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 do you realize what yeah. I can do? <laughs> you, who I can see and meet and take pictures? Man, you don't get out of here, man. You better turn on um videos. Mm-hmm. Man, nah, that's, that's exactly what it was. And the flyer also says that it's a plus the country's top DJs, and this was going from three p.m. to eleven p.m. So you got all of that plus DJs. I mean, man, like I said, eighty-seven. There's no way in hell my mom was taking me to this concert, but this was one of the ones that I wanted to see. I remember hearing the advertisement on the radio. Uh, again, LL Houdini, Eric B and Rakim, Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh Crew, and Public Enemy. All right, E. So you're setting the lineup, man. Who who's going on and when are they going on? Well, this this is this is very very easy. Okay. Um. So believe it or not. Public Enemy's going on first. Okay. Public Enemy's going on first. They it's eighty seven. They just released Yo Bum Rush's show, but a lot of people, but a lot of people, wasn't super Public Enemy until Nations of Millions. Facts. A lot of people Even, don't know that they 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 slept, but that is a fact. Mm-hmm. Now, second. Believe it or not, what they probably, this is what they probably did. I don't think they did this. Second, believe it or not, it's Eric B. and Rakim. And the reason why Eric B. and Rakim, this is 87, when they just dropped, I ain't no joke, Eric B. is president. This is when people didn't even know who Rakim was. They thought Rakim was Eric B because Snake came first. <laughs> so, right. so you can't approach this like, nah, what are you talking about? It's Rakim. It wasn't Rakim immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
So these are like newer acts right here. Yes. So then you had Dougie Fresh come out. Now, Dougie Fresh came out because he is kind of known by then. Mm-hmm. They know Dougie Fresh. And he's he's not going to stay long. He's going to beatbox. He's going to he's gonna uh, keep rising to the top. He's not even going to keep rising to the top. He's going to lottie dottie in the show. Rising to the top is 88. Oh, indeed. It is. You're right. Yeah. So he's not even going to rise to the top. He's just going to come out for a little break in the middle. He He's the cool down. Then Houdini. And Houdini in 87, all they they dropped Open Sesame, which had dick on it. But, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is out of everybody there except for LL who's going to take it home, Houdini's the most known entity. Mm-hmm. Public Enemy just dropped. Um, Eric B. and Rakim just dropped. Nobody knows them. Right. Dougie French people know because they know Lottie Dottie in the show. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think by then he had All the Way to Heaven out too. Yeah, they did. So, but Houdini... They can still in eighty seven. They can still tell you when what time the freaks come out. <laughs> so yeah. So they 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 can they can tell you what time the freaks. They can tell you what kind of beat they got. They can tell you how many loves you got. Mm-hmm. Because those songs, um, funky beat, one love, um, um, I'm a hoe. When we gonna get to the good part? All those, mm. those those are months old. Those came out in 86. So yes. they getting all of those off. Yes, all of them. And then <laughs> calling all cars. <laughs> calling all cars. Be on the lookout. <laughs> yes, indeed. He's he's definitely closing it out. Now I, I'm with you on that because I think timing is everything. And like you said, like if you just if I just roll those names out on a piece of paper, yeah, you're not. You, that's not the lineup. No, you're gonna you, be like, wait, man, why is Houdini even there? Get them out of here! I'm like, right. no, not in '87, right. you ain't right. '80s that the year makes a difference. I mean, <laughs> it makes a huge difference. If you take that same lineup and you put it in 1990, different story. Oh you yeah, know, different story. And Houdini you know, might it, be setting up the chairs and. Houdini might be sitting on the side of the stage, yeah. you know, but I mean, but, and, and I think that's also speaks to though, you know, just the quality of hip hop that we had back then, you know, it was just, again, I, and I want to paint a picture because E and I were around for this, but particularly for those who weren't around or just weren't outside, like these are some of the greatest hip hop acts, period, not the, you know, best rappers alive or anything like i mean just greatest hip-hop acts like so even though you were paying seven dollars for these tickets you were getting every bit of your money's worth you know i mean there's no way that if these acts all toured in 2022 that we i mean obviously we wouldn't pay seven dollars but if you came up in that era we would pay good money right now to see them all perform together you know um I would pay resale sneaker prices to see these people perform right now. Yeah, I, I would I would easily pay three three four hundred dollars. Easy. And I wouldn't bet an eyelash. No. 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 I, I I wouldn't. I mean like because these are the people that we grew up on. And <laughs> and you guys wouldn't know shit about it. Um because I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be there enjoying it. I'm not gonna have a phone up. Oh there. no! You wouldn't even know I was at that show unless I told you. Man, listen. Sidebar. <laughs> this is one of the things that I that frustrate me to no end in at concerts now. And I don't. I don't do a lot of concerts now. Um, you know, and, and to be honest, it's not because because it, it's a lot of acts that I don't necessarily want to see. But I. You know, I will be going to at the time of this recording, I will be going to a concert next month with my oldest son. And we're going to see Wu-Tang and Nas. 
Um, and it'll be a proud father moment because he's become a Wu-Tang fan and a Nas fan because of me. He stole my CDs many years ago. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that because that means, you know, it's to, to be able to go and celebrate hip hop with your son, you know, is a beautiful thing. But I'm not, I'm here for the concert. I'm not here to be standing and watching y'all film it for everybody else. No, I'm here to enjoy the show. So when, you know, Cream comes on, man, put your cameras, put your phones down, man, sing along. So that's just me. How, how I know you said you're not really a fan of concerts. And I mean, not many people want to go to concerts now, you know, especially coming out of the pandemic, even though we're still in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what do you think about that, man? The the the, re- the constant recording Listen, and watching the screens. I, I so I think I think a couple of things. I think one, you're not in the you 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 can't cherish or enjoy the moment trying mm. to capture the moment. Mm, facts. So um the worst thing is seeing people hold up iPads. That's terrible. <laughs> Also, <laughs> blocking the damn view. Right. Also, if you're gonna hold up your shit, do it in portrait mode. Do it horizontal. You don't want to do the right. vertical. Now, listen. The lat the, the the joint I went to when I went to the Rock the Bells, I have clips on mm-hmm. clips when yeah. I had my phone out because I saw like my heroes do some shit that I never put it like this we're talking about these tours and um earlier we were talking about um uh, kane and and, and rakim and 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 you say you're going to you're going to go see wu-tang mm-hmm. but but what we were talking about like the 88s and those mm-hmm. things when Kane, i never got this we never got to see those never so and and, and the, so when they told me old ass me <laughs> that Slick Rick is going to perform and do the entire Great Adventures, 1988 Great Adventures album. I'm there. I had to get a piece of that video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because cause that may never happen again. Mm. So, and when, 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 when Kane is there and he's doing all of Long Live to Kane and Kara is there, he's doing my favorite hip hop album of all time. And Rakim is there doing my second favorite hip hop. Yeah, I'm gonna record a little bit. And I only recorded a little bit because I was stuck. <laughs> so I only could do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but but these people, they they just going to record anything. Like I mean, we're, we're talking about people that record the the shrimp and grits. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I understand. Hey, let me let me let me capture this because I'm gonna want to watch this back. The thing is, you most of you never watch it back. No, <laughs> you no. don't watch it back. What you're doing, you see. Here's the difference. I'm gonna tell you what the difference is, and then we mm-hmm. can go back to the tours. Mm-hmm. The difference is, most of the people record it. They going live. Yes. So it's not for them because they can't see live. <laughs> nope. So, and then most of the time they're recording them. So they flip the camera to show that they at the place. Mm-hmm. So they're not watch. They're not even watching the show. They're looking at themselves. Look at the. So that's that's not that's not the thing. Two, they record it and upload it for the people to see. Yes, I like I, like I, I said. I use my words. I record that because that may never happen again. I'm gonna want to see this again. Mm-hmm. So it's for me. Right. It's for me because honestly, even if um like so you're about to go see Wu Tang and Nas mm-hmm. and say you record it and you put a a, a little clip, a little mm-hmm. clip on on Instagram on your story, and I see it, I'm like, damn, he was out there. Not, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, it's not much. It's, you know, maybe maybe on the side we're talking. I'm like, right, yo, right. so you might so shoot me a text. Did they, did, they, did they do this song? Or who was there? Who was not there? Did they do this song? All of that. But 
I just see him like, oh, okay, yeah. I remember when we recorded the show, you said it's going to be there. All right, well. mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it, does, it does nothing for me because I'm not there. Right. And see, that's the thing. Like, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I just can't. I can't bring myself to just. One, I'm definitely not going live for people. I'm because I like I paid too much money for these tickets. I, I'm not about to let you just sit at home and watch for free. Um, but you know, like I just even in, in making the clips, I don't want to miss anything. Like we, Sharice and I went to um, earlier this year. We went to see. We saw New Edition. And we saw we saw New Edition before, but I think before she was pregnant. So this was what fifteen years ago. So it's like it's been a minute, and we ha- it was all six members, right? And so if it is, if it isn't Love came on, they were performing, and I recorded a thirty second clip. Now I just wanted it just for me, huh? My grand. I just wanted it just for me. And I, I mean, just, I, I uploaded it, but it's, I, it's, only, it's only five members. I don't, I don't. I, I just, I, I know that you got, you got loyal listeners. You got loyal listeners, and they listen to you, and they, they trust you. They trust you as a podcaster. They trust you as a father. They trust you as a husband. And I just don't want you to lead people say and just gloss over the fact that you miscounted. <laughs> but you know what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I had to get a clip of that, but it was like. But that moment was, I don't know that I'll ever get a chance to see a new edition with all six members <laughs> performing in Atlanta again. And so, you know, I, but I, I don't want to miss anything. So it's like, I see people that, I see people that, well, I mean, like there was one lady standing behind me, man. She literally recorded almost every single. So I'm like, what are you, like, are you streaming this? Are you, what? I mean, like, See, and that's my thing. That's, that's my thing. It. So if I, when I, I went to go see a new edition mm-hmm. and I record, with, I'm going to record like in a way, I'm going to record the beginning of If It Is A Love because we know that. That's exactly what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're like, we, you, you know, I'm here. Look, you know, the, you know, that move, that move. Exactly. And now. Now put the phone back down and I'm gonna go enjoy myself. When I went to um, uh, when I went to go see that show, yeah, I I, I recorded uh, the uh, Boogie Down Productions. Always mm. get paid, and then rhyming, mm. rhyming. All right, I'm out. <laughs> I came in the door and said, "Yeah, yeah, all right, yes. now I'm out." The, we know it. this part. There's no reason that I don't even need to go any further because if you know, you already know. Mm-hmm. And if oh, you yeah. don't, well, you're just gonna have to get familiar. If you know, you know. So yeah, I, I I had to sidebar about that man because it's like uh, it, it's 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 definitely different, you know, going to a concert in 2022 as opposed to going to 1987. Obviously, technology. But I, if I had a cell phone back then and I could have gone to see LL Houdini, Eric B and Rakim, Dougie Fresh and Get Fresh Crew, and PE, I'm into the show. I don't care that. I mean, my thing is you should be here too. <laughs> so oh man so we're still counting down again there's these came in no particular order but these are some of the greatest hip-hop tours ever um oh my gosh this next tour now i'll probably do most of the talking for this tour because i'm sure that this guy, what is this the dungeon family tour <laughs> this guy did not go to and this honestly of all the tours that we've talked about, this is the only tour that I actually attended. Is this the, the Dungeon Family versus Death Row tour? <laughs> Close. 2000s Up in Smoke tour. Oh, it's the Cypress Hill. Uh... <laughs> Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Eminem, The Dog Pound, Warren G, Nate Dogg, rest in peace, and Exhibit. Any thoughts on this concert? Any I thoughts know, on the... Yeah, I know exactly who opened that one. <laughs> Let it be known. <sighs> I love this concert. This this was... Well, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you go first, and I'll, I'll piggyback off what you said. Well, listen, I am, I am happy that you um, enjoyed the show and these acts. Um... I will I will I will go as far as to say this. 
when I was mentioning the show that I went to go see that had mm-hmm. these people that was performing all of their all of their songs and performing their whole album. What I did not mention and listen, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And because of things, how things happened and people not showing up Lauren Hill. But she she did show up. She just showed up late so they changed some stuff around. The what ended up being the main event, the headliner, mm-hmm. was Let It Be Known performing his entire debut album. Oh, gotta love it. And they came on right after Wu-Tang, who performed all of their debut album. Mm. So Wu-Tang performed the entire 36 and you know some 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 ice cream here and some bring the pain there you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they're like hey all right everybody and then it's uh, hey then let it be known's coming out <laughs> so i was in the parking lot getting started <laughs> the car How dare and, you. and i did not see <laughs> or hear i heard a little bit from it because it was loud but i did not see any of the set oh, um, wow. so so once once uh, they announced that that's who was coming on next, I too was up in smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so now no, go ahead, tell us about. Oh the show. man, yeah, this show was it was incredible. Um, one of the best, hands down, probably top five concerts of any genre that I've ever been to. Uh, ironically enough, the opening act was Eminem. Um, that makes sense. Who at the time? Well, I don't, exhibit would have made sense. Yeah, exhibit uh, X to the Z came on after M. Um, I think at the time Eminem did. I don't know that. I, I think his debut album had come out, but he didn't really have it. I mean, you know who he was, but he wasn't like that guy or anything like that. But yeah, Eminem opened it up, followed by uh, Warren G and Nate Dogg. I mean, well, Nate Dogg was in and out because he Nate Dogg. I don't think Nate had his solo album or anything, but you know he's all over everybody's hits, so he was literally on damn near everybody's set. Um, so it was Warren, it was Eminem, Exhibit, uh, Warren G and Nate Dogg, then the Dog Pound, then Ice Cube, then Snoop, and they close it out with Dre, and. Man, I I remember that that concert was at Lakewood Amphitheater in Atlanta, and for some reason my dumb ass wore some Timberlands to the concert, and I was standing up the whole time, like my feet were literally on fire. Um, but that show was crazy, man. I mean, Snoop came out and it tricked out uh, Low Rider with hydraulics. It was crazy. They had a a big skull on the screen. I mean, uh, on the stage. Um. It, it was it was dope, man. It was dope. I know at some Mac Ten and Dub C weren't. I don't think they weren't at the show that I was at, but they were a, a part of that uh, that tour. Um, but yeah, that was West Coast all day. And like honestly, I had forgotten, but it was quickly reminded of how many hits that they had produced. You know, between Cube, Dre, and Snoop. Uh, obviously, three West Coast titans uh, in music, but um. That was a great show, man. Uh, according to this list, uh, it grossed $22.2 million, and they had 44 shows. Um, yeah, incredible. Incredible show. Um, the next tour we're going to talk about, we got two more, E. So this is, and again, these are in no particular order. 1986. Oh, this might, this might be 1A or 1B. The Raisin Hell Tour. That's one B. Kings from Queens, from Queens come Kings. We're raising hell like mm. class when the school bell rings. This is one B right here. Listen, Run DMC featuring LL Cool J, the Beastie Boys, and Houdini. This, ha- I, bruh. If I could have, if I had to chop off my arm, <laughs> I probably would have gone to this. Man, listen, 86, run DMC. Just to let you guys know, in 1986, there were, for me, there was God, 
and then there was like Run DMC, like right, like a short, quick number two. I mean, bruh, I would have loved to have gone to this show. I mean, 1986? Come on. What's your thoughts about this concert and this lineup? Well, I know for a fact who who opened this one. <laughs> I think it's safe to... We can figure that one out. <laughs> I don't think we're thinking the same thing because I know for a fact in 86... Ladies Love Cool James opened this fucking time. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. I wouldn't have never guessed that. Because 86, LL at, has... 86, he had radio. radio. Right. But he Bad had, was about to come out. No, but, he, but see, that's the thing. He had radio in 85. Okay. Run this, here's Run this. He already know it's the name of the tour. Mm-hmm. This is the year that One Love came out. Okay. This is this is the year that uh, Funky Beat came mm. out. So we're talking Prime Houdini. The, yeah, this is this is the year that they came out, and so they went after LL. Mm. But then before Run DMC stepped on that stage. This is the year that License to Ill came out, yes. and you out of your mind if you don't think the Beastie Boys <laughs> was the co-headliner of oh, this. No question, no oh, question. Holding now, hit it, Paul Revere, Brass Monkey. Oh, 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 yeah, they tore this up. And don't forget about Fight for Your Right to. <laughs> Hey, I mean, for them. I mean, no sleep to Brooklyn. That's what I'm to say. No sleep to Brooklyn. Nah, fight for your right too, though. That's true, yeah. But um, nah. So it definitely nah. LL, nah. Even though, mm-hmm. I mean, because he's the goat. Oh, this guy. Hey, hey. I mean, well, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't write anything for Running Sound Raising. Hell, I don't think. But the album before, I mean, come on. I mean, what you know, if you think about it, the way that you put it like that, if 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 you're thinking in context, and again, like I mentioned a little earlier, it's based on the time frame in which these albums and these acts really were coming out in their prime. You know, it, even if if LL opens up, you know, that might have been the last tour that he opened up for. Oh, one hundred percent. But he, he he clearly was headlining the rest of the way. He de- he he de- he definitely, but he definitely opened this one. Even though everyone loves uh, Run DMC's "Can You Rock It Like This," mm-hmm. LL yeah. wrote it. Okay, okay, LL wrote it. I'm just uh, uh, the goat. <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, he definitely opened this, and then Houdini, then the Beastie Boys, mm-hmm. and then Run DMC just knocked it out the park. Yeah, because the Beastie Boys were huge at this time. That listen, um, a side side note that's not going to go mm-hmm. too long. Uh, License to Ill is one of the greatest hip hop albums ever created, and People y'all can, y'all can look at the Beastie Boy. Nah, and pause, but License to Ill is one of the greatest hip hop albums ever created. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, like people don't, and 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 to your point, like this was their time when they crossed over, and uh, License to Ill isn't like I mean. I don't know that they necessarily went into the studio and said, hey, we're going to cross, because nobody was trying to cross over back then. They were just three dope white boys from New York, you know, and I'll be honest, and I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it again, upon the first three or four times listening to the Beastie Boys, I didn't know what color they were. I just knew they were dope. So, so And I bought the tape. And the tape didn't have any picture, at least. You didn't the know what they looked like. No, I didn't this know what they looked like. I tried to tell people. And I didn't care. I didn't oh, care. No. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't a fact of, oh, no, nah, they was on on the back. They went on the back. They went on the inside. Mm-hmm. Nope. If you knew, nope. you knew. If you knew, you knew. And some people did not find out until they saw the first video. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing that is always associated with this particular tour is the story and the legend of uh, Joseph Simmons, aka Run, telling 20,000 fans in New York City to hold up 
their Adidas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody did. And and then Adidas was like, oh, word? Right. <laughs> right. All right, E. Last but not least. There's we, no way you got there's no way you got one A. Last but not least, man. I mean, I this this is all I've written down. This is all I've written down. This is the show that I really want. I mean, other than the Budweiser Superfest, I begged my mom. Well, I, I begged my mom to go to a lot of concerts, but I really begged to go to this concert. And she responded with, hell no. Um, and I still love my mom, but I'm still kind of mad at her because she did not take me to this particular concert. 1984, The Fresh Fest. 1A. Fresh Thank Fest you. of the 40s, featuring the fat boys. One A. Come on now, you know you know I was gonna give you the Dungeon Family reunion. Um, yeah, Curtis Blow, Run DMC, Houdini, the Fat Boys, Nucleus and the Dynamic Breakers, New York City Breakers, Turbo and Ozone. But see, but see, but see, that's the thing. See, that's the thing. One, everyone, mm-hmm. the Fresh Fest. Uh, fest is still for festival. This was a festival. Yes. And what people, you know, I guess people don't know. Um, it was a, it, it was a trilogy. Mm-hmm. It was fresh. So the first Fresh Fest was in '84. Mm-hmm. And then, so that had the Fat Boys, Danny, um, Curtis Blow, it had um, Run DMC, it had. Um, uh, the Dynamic Breakers, Nucleus. Then mm-hmm. Fresh Fest 2 had the same people, but then they added um, Grandmaster Flash. Yep. And that's when uh, Turbo and Ozone, where it might have just been Turbo. And, um, but then Fresh Fest 3. Yes. Now, Fresh Fest 3, you had Fat Boys. Curtis Blow, mm. Force MDs, mm. Full Force, UTFO, mm. Joski Love, Whistle, the Come Jets. <laughs> Come on, Crush on you. Who let the Jets on there? <laughs> the Jets is there, man. The Jets oh. of a, a Hawaiian family, man. What are they doing? Oh, my God, man. Man, Fresh. listen. What, okay, do you remember? I don't know. You probably don't remember. Do you remember what year was Fresh Fresh 3? Fresh Fresh 3 was 86. Man, I couldn't go to none of the Fresh yeah, Fest. Yeah, there was there was every year. Fresh Fresh, uh, the first Fresh Fest was eighty four, two was eighty five, and then eighty six. Yeah, yeah. Man, damn, man, my mom was not trying to hear that either. Cause I, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, to get a glimpse mm-hmm. of uh, Fresh Fest, look at um, Houdini's Freaks Come Out at Night video. Yes, that's the Fresh Fest. That's Fresh Fest. Um, that and, little, uh, that little, that little dude, um, that little breakdancer dude on there. Yeah, uh, he like a little gremlin too. <laughs> oh, how dare you! But, <sighs> uh, Fresh Fest. Yeah, that, that was when, um, when Houdini was performing, um, um, Kango Kid and Doctor Ice from UTFO were they mm-hmm. background dancers. Mm, yes, indeed. Because Jalil from Houdini is Doc Ice's brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, man, I'm telling you, Fresh Fest and the Fat Boys will always um, talk about Fresh Fest on that. That's what that's what I. It's um, on the Crush, not the Crushing album. It was either Crushing album. Fat Boys is back. Um, they had a they had a little interlude right before the song, and it was like basically saying they're gonna be um, doing a fresh fest till they get old. <laughs> and Prince, not Prince Marky D. Cross, he was like fresh fest, of the, fresh fest in their forties, featuring the fresh boys. <laughs> and, and, oh man, that man! If I if I have never met, I don't know anyone who ever been to the fresh fest because everybody I knew at that time was my age, and they damn sure weren't going. Nope. But um, I always said, if I if they ever made a time machine, if I was ever ready to wish to go back in time, I would go back and be like, 
16, 18, <laughs> around this time, and live it up. Mm-hmm. I'm probably doing cocaine. I'm probably doing cocaine. <laughs> I I just, cocaine and crack. Hey man, I'm just I'm just, I'm man. This this fresh fest. Um, um, uh, people, if you don't um, know who some of the, the nucleus, they they're the ones that made the wiki 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 song. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh man, that was the time. Yeah, that was the time friends. to be alive. Uh, um, um, uh, sponsored by Swatch. Swatch watches. <laughs> Swatch watches. Sponsored by Swatch. You ever had a Swatch watch? Um, yes. Oh shit, you have money. I had a Swatch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, buddy, we could afford a Swatch watch. Oh uh, man, with the little jelly, the jelly joint. Yeah. Come on, get the Swatch watches. Yeah. Those were like the rave for like what a year or two. Um, Swatch watches was the shit for to about eighty six, for about eighty eighty three to eighty six. Okay. Swatch watch, maybe a little bit eighty seven, but not the Swatch watch shit because, um, in eighty seven, that's when I copped the um. That's when I rocked the swat the the stopwatch, uh, stopwatch around my neck. Because mm-hmm. um, what happened was I saw it was a picture of Mike D from the BC Boys, and he had he had a, um, a Adidas like Adidas windbreaker. So he had a, a stopwatch around his neck. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's crazy. And um, because um, I didn't have a watch then. Mm-hmm. And I could tell the time. I look at it and, and then people start wearing it. But um, I had all the shits. I had. I was um, I was the first to do that. Stopwatch around the neck. I did that in in like eighty two in Florence. Then in 80, <laughs> 87, 88, I had the Flav clock. I wore to school. Mm. I had it was a gold one. I had a gold. Well, it was like brass, but I had the I had the Flav clock. <laughs> oh man, what a fucking time! Yeah, man. Yeah, they, that that what you just described, man. Not only just that time of of gear and what we were into, but the music and the 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 events surrounding the music. I mean, like, was incredible. I mean, like, this thing here says that the Fresh Fest, you know, earned three point five million dollars. I mean, relatively speaking, that was it's, it's not no, a lot no. of money. In eighty four, that's a ton of money. Oh my gosh, look at the conversion. Uh, folks google it google what the conversion would be from 3.5 back then to right now um and again these are some of the greatest in hip-hop curtis blow come on man curtis blow run dmc houdini the fat boys and then to come back and see like one of the reasons why you you hear the excitement in our voices not just talking about these uh these concerts but particularly the fresh fest because the fresh fest is what set it off and I, re- I distinctly remember um, hearing someone on the radio talking about the concern about whether or not you could have, you know, the Fresh Fest. And they said, well, look at, you know, Budweiser Super Fest. You know, there's never any problems. But when you put, you know, these people come to hear real music. When you come to hear rap, <laughs> they like they just thought people who came to listen to rap was just going to tear the place up and stuff. And it was gonna be violent and wild, and it wasn't. No, it wasn't anything. I mean, again, listen to these acts: Curtis Blow running. All they wanted to do was party. That's it. That's it, man. So, I just want to kind of convey for those who weren't around. I mean, me and E were around, but hell, we we didn't get a chance to go. But um, yeah, that that was a great time for rap, and you know, it was really that particular time was a springboard into, you know. 86 85 86 87 88 you know and so forth and so on and the music just kept growing but yeah i there's no way that you could get these kind of stars together i mean you can get them together now (laughs) but uh in today's rap mm, nah and and here's the thing that that i and i didn't really touch on it i think it goes without saying but i'm gonna say it anyway there was a lot of friendly competition as to who was going to show out. You know, a lot of these concerts that we spoke of, mostly men. So they're in competition. Okay, man. Okay, the fat boys rock this. Okay, Ella. You think LL is not going to try to tear down the crowd behind Run DMC? 
you know, there was a whole bunch of people that, yeah, they were probably happy that LL or, you know, Public Enemy went on last because like there's no, you know, you couldn't compare what they did to what you were doing. Um, you know, but, it, and it, you know, a lot of ego and stuff like that, but it wasn't anything, it wasn't no beef. It wasn't no, all of the stuff that kind of surrounds rap and hip hop now, we didn't have that back then. So it was a much cooler and a happier time. But I mean, I'm like you, e. I, I would have, I don't know, I might have given up a lung <laughs> to go see the Fresh Fest. Man. Oh, man. Yeah, this, this is a great time. This is yeah, one hundred percent. This is a great time, but yeah, I, I, um, I think you know, we had to get on here, and and as when I started thinking about you know doing this podcast, because I wrote you know a lot of times I write down these ideas. You didn't and... think it was gonna go five hours. <laughs> well, here's the thing: like, I just know like when we get to talk and we start reminiscent and you know to be honest of all the stuff that we've talked about i thought about it we've never talked about tours not like this and so when i started writing i was like you know what i don't think we've ever between my podcast and your podcast the old 12 radio show just our conversations just talking it's like i don't think we've ever talked about tours and you know i mean naturally we're talking hip-hop i gotta have this guy on here but he knows about these groups. He knows about these concerts. And I mean, like you've posted um, pictures and, and flyers and stuff like that about concerts. Um, if you, before we get out of here, if you could make the ultimate concert, and I know we talked about a lot of great ones on the, on you know both of these episodes. If you could make the ultimate concert, you, you got, I'm gonna give you five hip hop acts. Mm-hmm. From from that era, who are you putting out? Who who who's gonna be on the <laughs> the eclectic relaxation tour? <laughs> well, now, what year is it? Uh, you know what? Let's make it. Let's make it nineteen eighty seven. That's a good little. That's a good little pocket right there. Cause see, I know, I know you, and the, the answer might change from eighty-seven to eighty-eight, or it might change from ninety to ninety-two. All right, so I get, I get five X, five X. Any anybody you want, if you want to put Joe Ski Love out there with um, uh, salt and pepper, cool. All right, mm. and I'm gonna give you some time because I know this is off the nah, cuff. Nah, fuck that. I got it. I got it. Put <laughs> <laughs> that. I this got is, it. If this is 87, I get five acts. Mm. All right. Big and Deffa just dropped, so that's my headliner. Boom. Mm. So it's LL. I'm opening. I'm opening with UTFO. Okay. Lethal just came out. <laughs> Lethal just came out, so I'm going to get your co-wanna be with me. Man loves you. I'm going to get Rovace. <laughs> I'm opening with UTFO, so that's two. <sighs> That's two. Then my co-headliner. Mm-hmm. Nah, it can't be the co-headliner. He can't go right before LL. After my opener, after you co-wanted to be with me and Mo Bass and all them mm-hmm. joints, split personality, they will give me all of that. Boogie Down Productions. Okay. Karis okay. One is going to kill it with South Bronx and the bridge is over. and crim- uh, Yes. So that's three. Mm-hmm. So then I need, I need a, I need a, I need a cool down. I need mm. a cool down, but I need to keep, I need to keep the crown doing. So what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Couple of different ways you can go. I know, and so with with Boogie Down Productions, he's gonna bring out Just Ice for a little, <laughs> for, so they can mash <laughs> it up. So he he bringing out Just Ice for a little bit for 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 mash it up, um, and then. Then all right, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to take you through the thought process. Here. The thought mm-hmm. process is 
Run DMC because Raising Hell just came out the year before. Right. I mean, everyone knows the skinny boys, right? <laughs> but um, you better not put the damn skinny boys. I can put the skinny boys. You know, you know, it's it's your tour. You, thank you. Thank it's you. It's your tour. Thank you. So, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a bring out. I'm gonna bring out some pepper because okay. it's the original okay. recipe, some okay. pepper, and okay. they haven't made push it yet, so it's the good salt and pepper. Ladies for the ladies for the ladies. And my last right before LL come out and wreck shop. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be either so it's gonna be either Ryan DMC. It could be Eric B and Rock Kim. Mm. I'm going Eric B and Rakim. Eric B and Rakim because we have people in Because EPMD ain't out yet. They're not out. And right. people, oh, obviously, <laughs> EPMD, you know, come on. But or people don't you know Eric B and Rakim. the Juice Crew was out yet, was it? No. Nah, it was people in the Juice Crew. Um, but I could eight. go <laughs> with, you know what? That, that, and that. What would be bigger? What I would what I, what would be bigger mm-hmm. is if I put Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince out there because Rock the mm-hmm. House just came out and okay. Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble. Nothing but trouble. Um, uh, the the song Rock the House with uh, Ready Rock C. Um, don't even try it. Uh, <clears throat> but no. Po- oh, but oh, you know what? <laughs> All right, now I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Fuck that. It's my show, right? That's your show. It's my show. So, boom. We opening. Who, who's I opening with? We opening. You opening with, with UTFO. UTFO. Yeah. We opening with UTFO. Boom. UTFO drop. <laughs> and I had Boogie That Productions next, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Scratch that. They're not next. 1987, Down by Law by MC Shan came out. We're bringing him out. And then after Shan leave, <laughs> South Bronx is hitting. And this one is coming out. And a fight's breaking out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we doing. And then um, some Pepper going to come out and then LL. That's, that's what we doing. Okay. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Now, t- now tell me, if, if you had your farm for that year, let me guess. Let me guess. You're going to do boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, NWA and the Posse because they have Fat Girl is on my jock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, <laughs> then you can have um, t- uh, Two Live Crew is what we are. Ah. Just drop. So ah. you want, hey, we want some. You want hey. you, you want that. And then How You Like Me Now. I should have put Kubo D in there for How You Like Me Now. No. <laughs> I should have did that. And then uh, who else? Who, what else came out? Let's see. Was that 80, 87? Boogie Boys came out. Survival of the, um, There's no way the Boogie Boys are performing anywhere near me. Survival of the Freshest was dope. It had Share My World on it. <laughs> and Heavy D, Living Large came uh, out. Heavy, Heavy D. Uh, I, I got a sentimental place in my heart for Heavy D. Heavy D might open. He, they might be my opener. opener. And, you know, and you know what else came out in 87? What was that? Born the Mac. Ah. Freaky Tales. Short dog, you know what I mean. I, I, for one, it's impressive that you just rattled off a five, five group lineup. I would literally have to sit down and think about who I would have for five. Um, <laughs> heavy, heavy D would definitely be in, in consideration because I'm a huge, huge heavy D fan. But um, yeah, that's no, nah, that's that's dope. That's dope. I, I'm not other than the skinny boys. <laughs> hey man. Um, I'm not, but you managed to you managed to sneak the skinny boys and UTFO in almost every conversation we had. Man, what was that? Um, it was, it that's when um that one's um yeah, skinny and proud. That's what came out. The only person that you have not talked on this podcast wasn't out that you normally talk about was not out in 1987. And you know who I wanted to put? I, if, if I would have, if you would have gave me eight, if you would have gave me eight acts, Dana Dang would have definitely been on there. Because mm. Dana Dang with Fame you know came out in 87. You know, it's weird. You you mentioned Boogie Down Productions, and, and they weren't on any of these tours that we mentioned. No, because, huh. man, people didn't. Like too I violent. said, too violent. Like I <laughs> said violent. earlier, when we had the, the tour in 87, when I was like, yeah, Eric B. and Rakim, they was one of the first acts because then nobody know that. Nobody knew Boogie Down Productions outside of. 
Queens and the Bronx mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. they came out. Because most people, no bullshit, didn't really mess with them until my philosophy came out. Right. Right, that's true. That when my so philosophy true. came out, people were like, "Oh yeah," and then they, and then they went back and was like, "Oh, oh, this mm-hmm. same, the same way they did with Public Enemy." Yep. When Nature Nation made that, like, oh, and then like, wait, they had an album before this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was dope. Mm-hmm. The whole album. Go back <laughs> and check it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because most people, you know, they, um, for a lot of people, eighty, eighty eight was how the two generations ago that was there in 95 mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mm. well, the people that thought that hip-hop began when ready to die came out <laughs> you, mean, you mean some, it didn't <laughs> yeah, some people thought that hip-hop uh, older people thought hip-hop began when my philosophy and then and, and um all of the 88 shit the dope 88 shit wow women a lot of people thought bad mm-hmm. was LL's first shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, I'm bad," and I need love. Man, he killed it when he came out. Like, no, no, right, no. <laughs> and and I'm I I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge the the few people that are probably listened to both of these episodes and are wondering about some of the other tours that grossed a whole bunch of money. You know, like the damn tour with Kendrick Lamar, um, Summer '16 tour with Drake and Future. Uh, if you but guys, none know, of these count. Yeah, yeah, we we, we weren't going to talk about these. The, the glow reason, in the dark tour, of Kanye they don't West, count. You have you ha- put it like this. This is why these don't count. And I, I, I listen. I have no disrespect to any of these acts, but it doesn't count because the ones that we focused on and the ones we talked about, radio. Mm-hmm. That's how you found out about it. that was it. Yeah, yeah that was it, it. It wasn't on TV. Mm-mm. They didn't put rap on TV. No, no eighty four. Yeah. You ain't seen. Hell you ain't no. see a damn. We, fresh, we barely fresh had commercial. cable. Yeah, there was no fresh. I told you guys. I I heard about the Fresh Fest on the radio. Yeah, radio. And Maybe I, the newspaper. No, they didn't even cover that. Because you have no. you had flyers on the block and mm-hmm. you had radio. That was it. So. So it wasn't no social media or we know it because they, had, they <laughs> typed it on this or it's on every TV station or it's on it's on your streaming service on your phone mm-hmm. and you can you can buy tickets by clicking here. No. No, no. You had to hear about it, be the be the be the be the twelfth caller <laughs> to win some tickets. Right. Or find find your local ticket master. Mm-hmm. And go and buy the tickets. Otherwise, that was it. Yeah. Or you had to know somebody that went to to a concert in another city and they told you about it. You you mentioned flyers on the block. There were no blocks in Florence to put up a flyer. Oh, so <laughs> you at least you at least you were in a city. Like I wasn't in a city where where you would go put nothing up on no, nobody's, you know, poll or anything like that. So it it's it, how the information was disseminated to us. And and I, I want everybody to know. When I heard the radio ads for the Fresh Fest tour, they sounded like the dopest thing that you would ever want to go to in your life. And thus, I was trying like hell. And and again, I lived an hour away from where this concert was going to be. I wanted to go. And everybody I knew from my neighborhood wanted to go. But, I mean, we couldn't go. And, like, so it became, you know, I mean, like you said, when you look at, you know, the Freaks Come Out at Night video, that's from the Fresh Fest tour. So when you see those videos, you're like, wow, this shit looks like it's crazy. And so you never got a chance. But no, you're you're right. It it was radio a little bit of radio, more more word of mouth. And you know, it was something that you had to go to. You just had to. You know what I mean? Like these cons these other concerts I just mentioned, I mean, everybody was going to them because you knew about it, you know. Easy access too. So but um, yeah, man, dope, dope, man. I so and we, we, before, ahead, you, no before you finish, I, I want everybody mm-hmm. to know, and I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> there on um, there is a on YouTube. There's like a half an hour, mm-hmm. maybe forty minutes of like eighty five Fresh Fest. Oh wow! I need to go see it. I've 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 probably watched it in, in the past like five years i probably watched it about 20 times 
<laughs> hey, just man. just in all like man i wish i i just i wish, wish. yeah somebody needs to build a time machine man so we can go back because i would i would hop in that joint so fast because these were these like i said this is it was a, not only a greater music but i mean like you went to a show i mean again i mentioned hammer you know in another episode say what you want about hammer you went to see a show he put on a show red man method man put on a show dmx put on a show you know curtis blow put on a show ll put on a show up in smoke put on i mean like you weren't walking out of any of these concerts talking about how whack it was it was the shit and it was the place to be and you know we, we were fortunate enough basically you guys is listening imagine all of the acts that you currently like mm-hmm. put on the same level ish show as beyonce yes instead of oh no beyonce show no but just mm-hmm. imagine if you went to go see the fucking little pistol starter and they <laughs> also had that level <laughs> of yep. a show mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it was all night long all night long hashtag no richie yeah <laughs> man before we get out of here man tell folks where they can find you where they can check out the podcast listen if you don't know by now i'm gonna tell you um if you want to talk hip-hop if you want to listen to hip-hop um we got lists and drafts and award shows and and, 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 and all kind of commentary on the encyclopedia hip-hop podcast um available where you're listening to this one at um Mm -hmm. if you want to talk to me on twitter or instagram encyclopedia hh now if you're if you're old and decrepit like i am and you miss the days of the 80s and the early 90s hell maybe something in the late 70s and you want to talk trapper keepers and playing <laughs> pencils in school, and, and you, want, you want to talk old uh, commercials and cereal and 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 all the things that the the little, little lawnmower that did the little bubbles when you push it. Um, I hated the thing. Man. No one liked that joint. Um, um, eclectic discussion podcast um, available same places and um, um, eclectic podcast i think is the name of the, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, of the twitter and the instagram handle i don't remember listen it's like um it's like when you're young you know your phone number but you never call it <laughs> right <laughs> so I, yeah i think that's what it is right. I, like, I never have to search for it it's on my phone mm-hmm. so, but um that's what's up um everyone and um you'll, you'll hear a lot of a lot of cow on um old shows oh the um, both uh, podcasts are evergreen, so you didn't mm-hmm. miss out. Go start at the beginning, first episode. It's 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 you, you don't miss out anything. It's all good. Nope. Thank you. Don't miss a damn thing. Yeah, well, you guys know where to find me right here. The Twelve Kyle Podcast dropping every Thursday. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. For my man Eclectic, I'm your boy Twelve Kyle, and this has been the latest edition of the Twelve Kyle Podcast. We will catch you next time. Five G's. Plus two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>